0: This is Dean Blandino, NFL Rules Analyst, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. This is your host, Luke, and I am joined by Mike and Tyler. We had some technical difficulties first five minutes of the episode it's all messed up so i'm just coming in here and gonna transfer us over to where we're talking about gronkowski and him being top five to seven tight end rest of the year in the buccaneers versus falcons game so i will go over to that now
2: basically a greatest of all time walk away and come back and be the greatest of all time years later and he goes you're
0: you're watching that right now yep i agree he goes the
2: it's it's incredible. To
0: a lesser extent, Antonio Brown. I mean, Antonio Brown, uh, quiet game this week, but he was, you know, yep. same yeah, thing.
2: Which was, uh, all it means is uh, all week you're going to hear why did <laughs> AB get targets. Fire it up. And uh, I'd like to say uh, I wasn't correct because I think I did on the pod technically say the first six targets were going to go to uh, Mike Evans. But oh. the first three didn't yeah. go How funny
0: how predictable that was, too. Yeah. You just, know, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like right from the get-go. It was it was like, like, knew it,
2: it's not like one of these guys all of a sudden fell off a cliff and is bad. It is literally just you cannot – physically feed all of these mouths each and every week like someone's gonna get left out and yep. who knows maybe it's Gronk this coming week and then Gronk cooks the next week or maybe it's Godwin this week right yep. yep.
1: I mean I think Godwin is definitely on top as the most consistent I think we'll be out of the three mm-hmm. Evans and Brown should switch and then there'll be some games where all four of them do good yep. like we did put up 48 points yesterday and Usually that would he I think he two missed two defensive it. scores too with that. yeah so there was there was more points to be taken on offense A couple mess ups as you know Brady said after the game so
0: when Bucks play Bills that could be one of those games where they like all these guys hit because they're yeah. just going to be gunning it left and right
1: yep and then uh well what's another game we could talk about we'll move on from the Bucks um
0: the um stick with the high
2: powered off the high scoring ones yeah that
1: yeah Cardinals game
2: Cardinals uh Vikings yeah.
1: Uh, Kirk's playing pretty good. Yeah, right we'll
2: start on that side. Kirk with a huge bounce back week uh, looked tremendous. Yep, um, and honestly, biggest takeaway is Justin Jefferson gonna be great. Might not have that top five upside necessarily, but gonna be a great player all year. Mm-hmm. Adam Thielen has seventeen touchdowns in his last seventeen games played it's crazy um essentially crazy. we already like we talked about his role's the same in the red zone he's their tight end he's their go-to mm. um you can fire up Thielen every week and then KJ Osborne
0: he'll be on our waivers I imagine today they, uh,
2: are running a lot more 11 or uh, um three wide receiver sets than last year Yep. um and Kirk is throwing the ball and KJ Osborne looked looked good for two weeks in a row now
0: he definitely needs to be rostered yep
1: yeah he had a great first drive to Osborne. Um, the Bears-Bengals game, Joe Burrow, three straight interceptions. That oh, was kind of yeah. odd, and he and he was actually holding the longest streak for a quarterback without an interception. Then he threw three in a row after that. Man, uh, Jets scared. fans, man. Zach Wilson is he's struggling right now.
0: That's a tough one. Bill Belichick, man, will fuck you up as yep. a rookie, dude. I remember last year, like one of the only bad games, the only game where Herbert really looked like a rookie bill Belichick, yeah he will screw you up especially a guy like zach wilson who like played no competition in college faced zero pass rush in college yeah this that was a tough one
2: um real quick though i want to go back to the the cardinals too Mm. um flip to that side of the ball kyler obviously yeah yeah yeah. kyler things um but biggest takeaway is rondell
1: moore yeah stud he is the star he's the star of the waiver wire show today
2: and uh a snap rate percentage, uh, week one of 29%, went all the way up to 46% this week. Uh, his route run went from 38% last week to 57% this week, and a target share 15% last week to 22% this week.
0: We saw it in the preseason how they were using him. They were, like, designing plays for this guy. I mean, yeah. And
2: he's just – they keep doing it. And then the other one is – I don't have the exact number up, but uh, through the first two two – games of receivers career in NFL history. He has the fifth most receiving yards all time. That's crazy. Um, oh, and the other people's names on the list, they look very differently than the way uh, Rondell Moore's body. Look, it's yeah. a, like, <laughs> it's a, literally
0: like Randy T it's the top guys. Randy in the perfect spot. I mean, if you were in a, you know, a different offense, maybe we'd be a little worried. He's in the perfect offense yep. for a 175 pound little tank, the know? little guy,
2: to little guy connection.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. Um, what's another good one from the weekend? Uh, Big Titans Ben, man. Seahawks Okay, really Titans Seahawks. Yeah. And how about,
0: are we going to bet on Derek Henry receiving again this year? Because holy shit. <laughs> he, he's getting catches, guys. <laughs> he's getting catches. He got and catches. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I will pat myself on the back. I am two for two on upsets of the week. Titans over Seahawks. We're going to have hit. to
0: get a little bolder on these upsets. That,
1: that's a good uh, bull. That's a, that's a big upset. I'm, I'm going plus...
2: to go ahead and pat myself on the back as well. Back-to-back upsets of the week.
0: The Raiders two and oh
1: yeah that was a good one my idea Wait, of we'll...
0: an upset though is when a bad team beats a good team but i yeah. understand with the how Vegas. yeah it was yeah. a plus
1: 250 like that's a huge line for them like that that means they were six point dogs like they anytime titans are
0: an underdog would be a good boat yeah though, a good bet because...
1: especially a bounce back week you expect them um, the defense still kind of sucks so it did <laughs>
2: an interesting note it was a pretty bad first half on both sides um titans look bad seahawks look bad though offensively as well in the first half and then I mean,
0: Derrick Henry had six points at halftime.
1: And then he had 40 47.
0: After that. That's classic Derrick right there. You How? Just break it open.
1: Crazy is Derrick Henry, man.
0: He had 40 touches yesterday combined, or maybe it was like, yeah, like 40 combined touches. He
2: gets going on open field, man. It does look like a, almost looks like a spitting image of the Vita Vea high school running back. Is he going
1: yeah. to be the RB1 if McCaffrey plays all 16? Uh, No. You think McCaffrey will be at still? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah How much did McCaffrey, McCaffrey? I know he came in and out, like out of the game like twenty-seven or something. I <laughs> never mind
2: yeah. thirty. That's really good. Did score a touchdown this week too, which uh,
0: helped him out. But, and McCaffrey gets Houston this week, so congrats. He uh, uh, had 24. So twenty-four,
1: so a little bit less. Houston for McCaffrey on Thursday Night Football. All right, let's uh, let's go into our star segment. Are you freaking?
0: I'm freaking out,
1: man. Are you freaking out about? May bring it up. Well, uh, George, one of them, George Kittle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I can mean, start with Kittle. Are you guys freaking out about Kittle?
0: I mean, he ha you have to a little bit. You know, it's going to get going, but you drafted him in the third round, yeah, and so you're looking at like a an amazing season you want for you know a thousand yards, uh, eight nine touchdowns, seventy catches. Of course he's going to get going eventually, but can you afford when you took him that high for him to wait until week five to get going or something? You know, so you got to be freaking a little bit, especially in, it just I can't get out of my mind the fact like we mentioned earlier the fact that Gronk went so much later and is just locked in as a top five tight end now. I mean, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean freaking with within reason, yeah, and, and then also Jimmy Garoppolo looked like shit yesterday, and so. You know that's tough too. <laughs> Always. Yeah,
1: it's tough first two weeks not to get much out of that tight end. You used a lot of value on in the third round, but I think we should give him a, a week. Or like two I, more. I,
0: I'm next week or until he proves it, I'm comfortable putting Gronk and Hawkinson above, like in a week to week. If I'm putting in a DFS lineup, in other words, like yeah. that's kind of how I'm valuing,
2: yep. valuing them. He's just they're keeping him in to block a lot. That offensive line a is lot. struggling mightily and. You know, it looks like right now their offense is just
0: Debo Samuel.
2: Debo and those routes that they're giving him, and that's pretty much it. And so, congrats
0: to the Debo Drafters because yeah, that's yeah, home run pick at the moment.
1: There. Are you freaking out about Alvin Kamara? New Orleans Saints running back, had six fantasy points this week. Gosh. Can should you be trying to sell high maybe on Alvin Kamara? That's, or is it um, a little bit of another reaction in one week?
2: So, yes and no. I mean, granted, six is real low, but, you know, Kamara... I didn't
0: know he had a six. I didn't know that was even possible. For, yeah, that's got to be the lowest scoring of his That like, is
2: concerning because his floor should be, like, five catches minimum, which puts him...
0: On the other hand, I can see when it's, like, that starkly bad that maybe it just shit generally fell apart. And missing starting center can't be, like, uh, undersold how important that is. Missing true. starting center is big. Still... I mean, maybe Panthers' defense is better than we thought. They yeah, for sure are better that, than no, we that, that
2: is actually a good point, too. The Panthers' defense have some, like, young emerging stars on it. And then I think the reason I would also say not to panic is because, like you said, it was all bad. Like yeah. to, It wasn't like Tony Jones all of a sudden got a little bit more and was running well.
0: So it's not like a Zeke Elliott type of situation, yeah. in other words.
2: In a way, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, like, Tony Jones was bad. Every, uh, everyone was bad. So, I mean, maybe we just chalk this down to, like, the Aaron Jones week one with, what are you going to do when your offense literally goes nowhere all day long?
0: That's a great comparison. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, where it's less on the player, more on the fact that just you can't get anything. Um, you know, you would hope they would just dump it down to him a little bit more, but he has so
0: in his in their two games so far, he's got four targets in the first game and six targets in the second game. I mean, we kind of knew that was going to happen, sort of because. Drew was so you know, that was such he a just huge so Drew into thing. It, yeah. So I mean obviously you'd like to see those get go up, but hey, uh, Sean Payton's not an idiot. Like he's gonna see that they struggled hard this week, and I bet next week they come out with a fat Camaro workload. Oh yeah. Um schedule wise, next week they've got New England, who's pretty tough. You know Bill is gonna try like And who's really Bill hard. gonna scheme to right, take yeah. out of that game. So that's a little concerning. I mean, then they've got the Giants in Washington, so eh, you know the thing is you can't send him but yeah maybe you maybe you do try and sell high
2: maybe you know there have been some some major injuries so maybe Camara is a good candidate for a
0: big outing and you try and split him for two players Camara for Chase Edmonds and a wide receiver two or some shit. Yeah, you
2: know, maybe you I can
0: snag a lot. I don't
2: probably can't Chase maybe, Edmonds can get is just it. the
0: first middle of the road running back that comes to mind, you know. Maybe like, an Edmonds and a Higgins. You get two starters out of the equation and... There you go. Edmonds and Higgins you know. for Camara. That's a good package there. I mean, maybe we send like idiots in a week, but <laughs> yeah, I, as exactly. a, I, I, I I'd get, like the general structure of that.
2: Camara you know? comes out and gets three next week and yes.
0: out the window, so... Yeah.
1: Alright. Are you freaking out about... Jonathan Taylor. oh, eh. Tough matchup versus the Rams. Well, you know, what you liked last week was that he had six catches. This week, only one target. Uh, and
0: leads the NFL in goal line I was carries. I
2: that, that's why I'm not freaking Yeah, Is that right?
1: Ten, right? Yep. That's so that's amazing. pretty
0: important. The, unfortunately, there is not like a top five range of outcomes with Taylor. Because part of the reason he can't get those goal line carries to go in is because when they get down there, the defense is like, oh, shit. I wonder what they're going to do. Yeah, Yeah. We've got this amazing offensive – well, pretty good offensive line and Michael Pittman. So maybe they'll throw a fade to Pittman or maybe they'll just hand it off to Taylor six times in a row. So that is a – it's good and bad. you know. Everyone knows what they're going to do, but everyone knows what they're going to do for a reason because Taylor's pretty good. They're good at running the ball. So if you drafted Taylor kind of hoping for that top five running back upside, I just don't think that's necessarily there. But he's – He'll finish as a RB1 probably. Yeah,
2: low-end RB1 more than likely.
0: And it's just – the other thing is like Marlon Mack only came in for like four carries or something like that. So there's really not even that much of a – it's him and Hines basically. And we kind of knew it
2: was going to be Hines, you know.
0: That's another one where a little bit freaking. It'd be way better if this Colts offense actually had – you know. and then the other thing is Carson Wentz uh, was in the equivalent of a football car accident. He's got – he's managed to sprain (laughs) both his ankles. I've never heard of that in my life poor guy Carson. Um, Wentz, so huh? that is a little bit too I mean Carson Wentz wasn't playing great but I mean who knows with Eason so I, I don't yeah, know I
2: mean as long as they keep the ball moving somewhat down the field you know I, I think I'll be fine
0: volume is at the end of the day very important and you know what no under no circumstance are they just going to be like all right we're not going to run the ball anymore so. yeah
1: all right are you freaking out about Robbie Anderson wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers and bringing up his stats right now
0: They're not – I just said volume is king. If you believe that, then you are freaking about Robbie because that volume ain't there, folks. (laughs) Six targets,
1: three catches, 38 yards.
0: He's got the one touchdown, which basically if you're starting Robbie, you're starting him as one. Trying to think of like a Henry Ruggs type of situation. I mean, it should, it, you're I, really banking on that one big play. He
1: he's got a great matchup on Thursday. I don't see how you can sit him. It's Houston. So Houston. I
2: think the best news for the Robbie Anderson is how good Sam Darnold's looked overall. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, and
2: how competent and just they their offense does move the ball very well. They mm-hmm. look like they're all on, the, all on the same page. They know what they're doing. There's just McCaffrey's a massive mouth to feed. Yeah, and DJ Moore is a superstar. DJ Moore's is a, exactly a superstar, and then you know they've got a young guy in Marshall. They kind of get on the field a little bit, and then they Brandon even threw
0: to Dan Arnold yesterday. Threw to
2: Dan Arnold, and then also a uh, Brandon Zeistrol.
0: <laughs> yes, um, can't forget about Brandon Zeistrol. Brandon Zeistrol, yeah, yeah, uh, came beast. on
2: three for forty-six and a touchdown. Yes. Um, so it's just, I, I think that's just the best news is that he's tied to a good offense with a, you know a, a QB who's in game two of that offense and already looking great. Should get better as the season goes on. And there's probably not a lot out there that you're going to like.
1: So just maybe not a weekly starter. He'll probably headline the list next week if he has a bad game Thursday. Because that's the good of his matchup you can ask for. And with
0: yeah, Houston, I, I mean, I, st- I don't know. I still think even in good matchups, it's still going to be hit or miss. Just because there are so. Like when you look at it, McCaffrey's getting 30 touches probably. DJ yeah, Moore is getting weeks of 30 touches. Right. Uh, D.J. Moore is going to get his 10 targets, probably. And then you mix in the other guys. It's definitely sketch for Robbie. Um, But, yeah, shit. You shouldn't be afraid to play him against Houston by any means. He could easily get two touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. So,
2: I I don't think he's, like, a freak in a sense that you're going to be cutting him. Mm -hmm. But I think he's just not going to be a weekly guy. I think you're going to have to, like, pick and choose. And, you know, maybe it's hard to... Pick those matchups where he'd... for
0: reference Robbie was i think was a wide receiver two last season this season i think he's locked in as wide receiver three like top 36 you can o- you'll always be able to flex him um and but last year he was he was getting reigning in big targets oh, last yeah. year. He, he was going and like I think seven, we kind of figured seven plus out plus catch outings right I think we kind of figured out a big part of that is McCaffrey like you yeah know, i mean his usage is just absolutely absurd
1: yep are you freaking out about cory davis five yep. targets two catches eight yards um no, not at all
0: not even remotely i know you guys were waiting for this because you guys were talking shit about cory last week yeah he's still the number one <laughs> yeah. wide out yeah easily and zach wilson threw four interceptions at the worst game of his career yeah so would, like also no, i think when be... zach
2: wilson threw his fourth interception of the day his his stat line for the day at that point in the game was four for 10 <laughs> for <laughs> 50 yards yeah <laughs> And four interceptions. So yeah. he only had four incompletions. He also had four interceptions, which also means he had less incompletions that actually hit the ground than he did ones that got caught by the other team.
0: Corey's a set and forget flex guy. Maybe next time they play the Patriots, he think twice about it. The only thing that can go wrong with him is Zach Wilson melts down, which could happen. But I'm not. I, I'm. I'm thinking that most weeks will not. Be if I had this
2: to week. pick a game where he was going to melt down, it It'd would be have been Patriots, against the Patriots. Right. So. Yeah.
1: I, I don't mean, actually know. Tough who, matchup this week. He's playing Denver. Do you play him against those corners?
2: It is a tough matchup, but I, I would definitely
0: go with a bounce. Would back. you say
1: he's sittable this week? If you had a better guy, you could play over if him. If you have a
0: better guy? Sure, yeah. Like if I like a, Sterling, Sterling Shepherd, Shepard, yeah, yeah. Sterling play Shepard, over Shepard, Sterling. That is yeah. Mike's guy I now. See, yeah. I Dude, Robbie, sick. Robbie Anderson, Houston. See, that's a tough.
2: one. Oh yeah. yeah, that that's um, a tough one. That's kind of like your targets versus opportunity. opportunity.
1: Mike Williams oh yeah Mike I Williams, think I'd go Mike Mike Williams, Williams
0: is, uh, is a wide receiver to borderline one every week now
1: yeah I dropped him in one league before the season started like um, eat you
2: know. AB versus the Rams you know yep. I think we all love that but there are that's an people, interesting there are probably one people out there. there that don't love it like seeing, yeah. seeing AB's snap percentage this week you know, what was his snap percentage he was that he was I think at either 51 or 49 oh huh, that is kind of a route's run he was only at like
0: I would put like those 100%. guys. Now that I think about it, I probably would put those guys over Corey, just because Denver is such like a behemoth in terms of defensive backs, and then I can also just kind of see them overwhelming Zach Wilson. But God, the, the reason Corey is awesome never comes off the field; always in a, on their one run, runs a route on every single one of Zach Wilson's dropbacks. backs so, like, uh, the opportunity you just you love it.
2: Another thing too, because I did see um, people had a little bit extra concern with Corey because his route percentage was like twenty percent lower than Elijah Moore. <laughs> Um, and reason being is Corey Davis didn't play the final, like, four drives of the game, and the other guys did. So. Love
0: my dog, Elijah. He got wide open for his 20-set. So, like, I can't even get stoked about Elijah in this one because yeah. he, really, he just got one broken play for nice. But not bad. He had four for 48, I
1: think. But, yeah. Are you freaking out about the tight end position? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Higby, one catch. Uh, Cole Clement, one catch. Dallas Goddard, four points. There's uh Jared Cook had a t- uh, touchdown called back. I think Goddard was close to scoring one.
0: Well, it's, yeah, you're. You, we've you, been the freaking, one in
1: that pisses me off is the Tyler Higby because he killed it last week, and you thought, you know.
0: Well, no, it's still. It, but even then, it's still going to happen. He's in an offense. I with, just
1: would think at least 10 points for him every week, but I guess not. Out of the, you know, the, out of the that usage.
0: That list, I'm
2: freaking less about like a Higby. Yeah, I'm, I'm freaking, freaking less. About but guys that it just that pisses lose, me
0: off. I'm freaking about guys that lose usage. You uh, know what I mean? Like guys yes, that are pl- Exactly. So, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of one that jumps off. The table, right? Um, Her,
2: the big one for me was uh, Gerald Everett got out snapped. Gerald yeah,
1: Everett is, you the, go.
0: is the out, perfect Are out. By, uh, it's Will hard Disley to Disley find by, guidance, like, a significant
2: man. amount. Disley ran more routes than him. So. I am
0: firmly freaking. But you you just have to know with these guys, uh, it, Tyler Higby included, that's always in the range of outcomes with these guys. You know, and that's yep. why the. That, fucking these I mean, people were right about taking tight ends early man i'm watching kelsey and waller go off every just week. feels so nice yeah to have and those guys or you could wait and take Gronk later yeah no you worry, got to get lucky that's yeah. that's i mean there's on always right one now. but it's that's how it goes You got to yeah. get lucky yeah, i um, say even a waller. even though I
2: mean, uh, he did have seven targets five for 65 but still i mean in the grand scheme of things in a tight end day right you know
0: yeah
1: all right let's uh
0: i guess so the answer to that is perpetually freaking about yes yeah. Really, yeah really unless you're the kelsey guy Probably, yes. Let's be real, Tyler. The Waller guy. Yeah, too. I mean, okay.
2: I'm not yeah, the Waller guy's fine, But bro. The, thing, the thing is, though, if you needed Waller this week, 11 didn't cut it for you. Let's see Bob Tonian tonight, man. I want to see Bob Tonian
0: come out and, and, and really ball tonight against the Lions. We obviously did nothing last week because um, the whole offense— Maybe Bob Tunyon will be another late round tight end savior this year.
2: (laughs) I mean, but I think he's going to be, this was funny too. Jamal Williams. He's a funny man. Yeah. Uh, You guys saw him talking about, uh, he's hype for tonight. (laughs) He's like, what? He's like, what "What do you mean? Why'd I leave? He goes, I didn't get, I didn't get a contract there. Mm -hmm. They they didn't pay me. Like I left. They didn't want me.
0: Yeah. He's a beast. Uh, He's, looks like someone that could definitely pay off that 10th round adp i think he went in the 10th or yeah um, and i
1: imagine aaron Rodgers wanted to keep jamal but they just you, were like do you have more on the are you freaking i i have one more it's uh are you freaking if you had to play against derrick henry this week yeah I mean, the, answer, the answer is always yes when someone you, you got 47. one 47 yeah. <laughs> um, i figured god.
2: he was gonna be on the list but i'm just gonna come out and say
1: it right oh now god and,
2: are you freaking and Clyde Edwards Hilaire oh my goodness um, yeah why didn't I say him so I'm gonna just get out in front as the Clyde owner I'm not freaking I'm just disappointed <laughs> I'm just disappointed. <laughs> not mad at you, I mean he's Clyde, out there and yeah. he's, it's he's just... out there it's like I I don't know what more Bro, I can ask for Mah- but he
1: just doesn't he, he could have had five catches yesterday Mahomes just yeah. throws it to Kelsey and, instead. Like, and it works Darren I mean... Williams
2: came in for three snaps yeah. Darren Williams Daryl Williams happened to get one on the goal line, and
1: that's what sucks. Is he not going to be used on the goal line? Well, so, so the thing works. is, is that
2: that's a big concern. Clyde, when he does do it, he's n- doesn't look great, but also Clyde gets hit like mm-hmm. on that play. Daryl, anybody could have rolled through that hole that they created on that. Yeah, one. It's like Daryl didn't do. he didn't have to do. No, anything, yeah. So it's like, but yeah, I'm just disappointed. So I mean, yeah, you're freaking. You're you're just not thrilled. He also had a
0: fumble that cost them the game. Yeah,
2: that was bad. Never a good thing. I That's know, his for, first I, come I, fumble
0: ever, I think. I want to say, though, I feel like now next week, I wonder who Kansas City plays next week. Like, they week. want to feed him and get the confidence I think he's back. He's going to get like him. 25 touches next week. The Chiefs are very big on that. Like, yeah, uh, I agree positive with that. Vibes keeping their guy
2: thing. going. And yeah, so, that would be nice got... cause that would make me feel less disappointed. Early narratives
1: there. <laughs> you have you know. CEH, right, T? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's
2: just, up. like I said, it's like he's getting the same exact workload as last It's just the same as last year, basically. Right, yeah. Nothing has changed. They get the Chargers
1: who are pretty good. Their so.
2: O-line honestly doesn't look vastly Six improved best. in terms of run blocking at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, probably a little bit concerned there. And then I guess we could ask the question,
0: Tyreek Hill, are you freaking? The answer is <laughs> no. <the answer's> no. <laughs> that will never, ever happen again. I'm kind of freaking again. because he got me 14 yards last night and I really needed 24 points to win. That is
2: the most perplexing <laughs> stat line ever if you told me Tyree Kill played a full game of football. And at 14 yards, I would just say,
0: when did he get hurt? Second play? (laughs) Yeah, that was very bizarre. I don't know what the hell. I honestly don't know. Props to the Ravens. They somehow... They must have triple teamed.
1: (laughs) Are you a, a little bit freaking about Amari Cooper and getting locked down again against a good corner? I think that stat
0: is fake news. Actually, I think I re- recently L- saw, last year he like debunked it. I think. Yeah, I saw that recently. He's been like murking number one corners, uh, but no, I get. I think the deal with him is he took a shot in the ribs. Yeah, and he then, got hurt early on, and they and then, said he was. And that's always
1: like, the problem with him, though, is he's always yeah, banged, he does up.
0: Get banged up. every time I they clicked to him on red zone. It was Ooh. him and Dalvin every time they clicked mm-hmm. to those games. All those two we, guys were getting up limping. We
2: actually weren't watching football this weekend, which is uh, somewhat of a surprise together. But um, mm. did you guys see? And I'm trying to now think if it was the halftime play or the actual final play. Did Dallas win? Yes, yes they won. Yeah, mm-hmm. so 56. Okay, so it's the halftime play. Did you guys see the play before the half that Dallas ran? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that was the, a crazy play. They almost the scored. CD Lamb screen yeah. and CD all of a sudden kicks it to. Was the Was that a forward pitch though? It looked like he might have. It might it have to been, Zeke. but we were we were at Chuck's. That was crazy. And we were freaking because all of a sudden you see CD running and you see him closing in, but then you see Zeke come up behind him and you're like, "Holy uh-huh. shit, this is gonna work!" Yeah. Like, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Cd is first of all like such an effortless, amazing athlete Dude, on that, that play. The way he, he just changes yoked. direction is that incredible. guy, he and just awesome. took off.
1: Did, did you guys watch the video I sent in the Instagram group chat about the uh, Texans? Yeah, uh, dec-
0: yes, that was tough. I felt almost bad for the guy. <laughs> Poor <him. laughs> He owned up to it after. for what So it's what hard.
1: happens is it's fourth and twelve, or third and what was it? Third and eighteen. They get ten yards or something. They get a penalty. <laughs> The other team gets a penalty, so it's either you accept a penalty and you get third and ten, so you get it down to get the fourth, or get a chance to get the first down, or decline it and you get fourth and two. And they decline it, and then and they punted. punt. <laughs> and it's like, what?
0: what? That's a classic example of a first-time head coach. Yeah. get this shit. It's like, just, it's Rattled. way too much going on at the same time. Um, yep. oh, but brutal. speaking
2: of the Texans, and I guess let's we can add it to the already freaking, but... If you were somehow, and for whatever unbeknownst reason to me, the person that drafted Tyrod Taylor, and or if you picked up Tyrod Taylor after that week one performance, there was a chance we talk about that late, late round quarterback that hits like top half. Yeah, he's balling right now. Tyrod and- was
0: balling and Tyrod might have tore something in half. So that hammy looked bad, yeah. Yeah. And what that meant for Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cook's yeah. two straight games of just looking great and it I mean really we'll might see. be out the window. I mean, and- yeah. They say uh, Taylor's out for like four or five weeks probably at least. Yeah. So we know uh, how bad the hand is going to be. A That's big, tough. A big one for
2: what little value they were actually surprising people with. Tyrod's
0: mm. got a, a, a great what if career, man. Every turn he's had such Something. shitty luck, you know. But yeah.
2: And it's a good, yeah, the go from the punctured long to then. Actually, showing people be like, yeah, I could have actually done it last year. Like, yeah.
1: All right, let's move on to the waiver wire portion of the show. Week two waiver wire pickups for week three. My number one pickup this week. We already discussed them a little bit. We can go through them pretty quickly. Then is Rondell Moore, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. He was also my wide receiver uh, pickup last week too. Number one. This is
0: someone that if he's on your waivers, you're spending. I significant amount of money on significant
1: you think you need to though
0: on the well no because he's probably not on most waivers i mean well he he's
1: only owned in 27% of leagues so he's out there in about 3 quarters of leagues um that's, that's on average between like all the systems so some leagues you know but I looked at ours, and I think it's he was owned only in 26 in Yahoo. You want Rondale. I mean, he's
0: right now early leader for Rookie of the Year. I mean, early, early leader. But he's balling, and it's on increasing utilage. We saw it uh, exactly. start kind of low. It's still low right now relative to, like, he's playing technically behind, I think, Kirk and AJ Green. But right now you're seeing him ball in a great offense that's not going to stop being great. Uh, and he's got a carved-out role that we saw since the preseason. I mean... Yeah, what I love and, it.
2: And a cart in a they need that number 2 consistent target behind, you know, it's up for grabs who emerges to take that take the reins and the beautiful thing is like what he does is so polar opposite of Hopkins that it's like it's and a match Green, made in and Kirk. It's like they, a match made in heaven that he's logically gonna just keep going and, you know, keep getting used more and more and more because he's just a yak
1: machine. Yep. I think uh if in a fab system uh, I think 10 to 15 bucks should be able to get them. Uh wide receivers you don't have to spend as much on cuz they're f- they're usually flex players. They're not like needed to be wide receiver 1 or 2s like running backs you 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 blow loads on for like Eli Mitchell who I think will have a good week this Would week. Would you have blown load on Justin
0: Jefferson last year? Though? I mean a really if this guy is a wide receiver three yeah this year I think just he's worth spending uh, if you twenty five ask, dollars on, Justin if you ask Jefferson me.
2: people prior to picking him up they probably say no and then at the end of the season they say they would have blown me entirely. and I'm
0: not sad that's an unfair thing to say because obviously Rondale is not going to be Justin Jefferson just
1: yeah. as an example we, we, I we mean, still got AJ Green playing too many we, snaps
0: you say that
2: however this man has the fifth most receiving yards in NFL history through his first two games. Yeah, it's yeah. one
0: of those paying off uh it's kind of like with Marquez Callaway. We saw all preseason and all training camp. We got a good buzz. We got the same thing with Rondale Moore, the difference being Rondale is delivering, you know. And
2: an important thing with Yak guys is passing the eye test, and if you watch him, he by far passes the eye test because he's legitimately the fastest player on the field. He doesn't get touched almost.
0: How do they get an offense that has Hopkins, him, Murray, and Chase Edmonds—all just like ridiculous ads.
2: They had a play before the half. They're on like their own, like thirty, like thirty-five yard line, and they set up a Matt Prater sixty-two yard field goal to go into the half on a Rondell play where Rondell catches the ball in the middle of the field with thirteen seconds left, gets twenty-five yards down the field and out of bounds with guys all around Man. him. He made like three guys miss on it. It. You know, he's he's
1: he's a talent right there. He is a
2: talent on and tied to a great offense. It's worth the fab.
0: Yep. I spent uh, like 10 bucks on KJ Hamler last week. So by that, I would spend 20 on Rondale probably I like it. There
1: you go. Um, If you need a flex uh, as well, I I think you could use your number one priority. It's still early enough in the season where you don't need to hold it if you if your league is uh, waiver priorities. Number two is a guy I actually was surprised to see is owned in less than 50% of leagues and needs to be picked up immediately is Darnell Mooney, 47% owned, six, uh, six catches, eight targets for 66 yards. He seems like, I mean, Andy Dalton's using him, that's for sure, and Dalton's looking like he's still the quarterback uh fields came in he looked a little sketch to start you know first game ever so i
0: think though no i think it is fields time it's a bone bruise for uh Dawn, oh really so like five weeks four oh, or five wow. weeks so or well it's at least week to week so i think yeah we're getting fields next week which
1: is fine i'm not that worried mooney,
0: the, mooney the, the thing mooney that i love about mooney locked in number two receiver yep. i mean that's, and it's him Robinson. back-to-back weeks the only player
2: to play 100 of the snaps on offense and run 100 of the routes on Mooney. There you Love go. It.
1: Mooney should be on. Um, 100%. And the thing ways. with
2: Fields too, don't panic, you know, a rookie coming in without getting actual first team reps at practice is never an ideal thing, you know. He came in for the injury, so.
1: Uh
0: and he also well, we threw a perfect play. bomb to Allen Robinson that was dropped. Yeah, dropped. Yeah, so, shout out to very me true. to Allen Robinson. I was playing versus him, so yep. thank you for that.
1: Fields made the rookie mistake at the end of the game there that almost cost him, but he was able to pick up the first down and they won the game, so Tim Patrick is my third uh, wide receiver, seventeen percent owned. Caught three or four targets for thirty-seven yards and a touchdown. It does seem like Cortland Sutton is the man there, though. So. I like it, oh, but yeah, yeah I'm no gonna go.
2: take. I'm gonna take that little uh, victory pat on the back and for say Cortland. Cortland Sutton's top dog there. Yeah, he is. He had a crazy game. Yeah, he did. And he
0: leads the NFL in air yards too. So they're just chucking the Which, ball deep to. Prior it to his stop. injury, was. Yeah,
2: where he kind of left off last last time we saw him on the Teddy Bridgewater
0: field. now leads the NFL in uh, yards per attempt, or at least led the NFL last week and uh, this week in yards per attempt. It's like twenty. He was twenty two yards little, per attempt. So little alarm Teddy. My man's just chucking it downfield, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that the Broncos' weapons are all pretty. Uh, you know, trending upward at least. Yeah, you
1: can play them all. Tim
0: Tim Patrick was balling even before the Judy injury happened. Exactly. He's just like a good player.
2: It's a good offense, and they've got two good running backs to
0: kind of rotate a solid offensive line. Mm -hmm. Yep. They can make things happen.
1: All right, that's it for wide receivers. Uh, I was... Now, let's move on to the running well, backs.
0: Well, and we mentioned KJ Osborne. You want to go pick up KJ Osborne? Oh, yeah, Osborne. KJ, so you sure should Osborne. pick up too. He's got um, first game, nine targets, second game, six targets, uh, and they're just playing him a ton. I was say, I mean, he gets a lot of. Maybe this, a lot I of wonder rounds. if it, this was not the plan, with, and then Irv Smith, Irv Smith got Smith, yeah. hurt. I think it is, honestly. So now you've got a high volume passing option, and he's bald for two weeks. So yeah.
2: And in the red zone, too, uh, Thelon's kicking into the slot there, and it's like kind of a la- I feel like that's kind of. They were going to try out some like hybrid red zone stuff with kind of uh, Irv Smith there and KJ's getting the being the benefactor
0: of it. Thielen is unfair in that in the slot in the red zone, bro. It's crazy.
1: Oh, man, you're talking about unfair. How was that Mike Evans route yesterday? Oh. That was one of the most disgusting routes I've oh, ever seen. Man. The yeah. in quicking, out. I was told out. all
0: offseason that the only thing he can do is jump high and yeah. make nice jumping catches. Whoa. What is this? He, you mean he's also a sick route runner? That, that wow, is crazy.
2: With that being said, though, he is really good at one yard jumping and catching. He is good at that, Literally unstoppable, yeah. I would say. And yeah. that is another reason not to panic because he will guarantee you get you another 12-plus touchdown season because yeah, it's coming. we're going to run that one play – why not? Why are we going to turn around and trust Linney and? I am
1: Rodrigo? nervous about his 1,000 yards thing, dude. He's only at, yeah, I mean, what, that now? Could, 90?
0: That could go, but he's locked he's in. He's got an so extra game, though, so hopefully he can If That's the extra game that will probably end up being huge.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move to the running backs for the waiver wire. Uh, this guy, I, I like to usually only give guys that are owned in less than 50% of the league. This guy's owned in 53% of leagues is uh, Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. Um, 13 Definitely. carries, 16 total touches, had a touchdown. Ran for 100-and-something yards. He looks way more explosive than Zeke right now, but Zeke is still the man. Zeke played 72% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. To Pollard's 32%. Or the thing that Zeke has
0: going for him is that he's such a badass pass protector. Yep. And so, like, he's always going to have that role. But Tony Pollard is, like, knock I mean, it, it was clear last year, honestly. I mean, um, Tony Pollard just has that kind of explosive element. I kind of think of it almost like – Ronald Jones and Fournette. Where Ronald Jones is more explosive than Fournette, mm-hmm. but Fournette does all of the other, yep. you know, dirty Things. work and stuff yeah. much better. So he's going to play way more. And
1: funny, Leonard had. Where uh, was Gio, man?
0: Yeah, Gio's usage needs to go up, dude. It's uh, crazy. Ronald. Jo- I, I, mean, I wonder if I can go maybe, way off topic here, but yeah, Ronald Jones needs to not be playing.
1: I, I don't. I think Gio. Um, maybe they're just like, like just waiting. He sprained his ankle yeah. too at
0: the in the last preseason game. Just so like, like waiting to he.
1: use him as like a weapon down the stretch. Like kind of like not like, like Sean McCoy last year, but. Maybe they'll sprinkle him in later in the season. The thing
0: they're... is, he's a genuine. I mean, I don't want to go to. I can. We'll save this. Yeah. Where, but but yeah, Ronald Jones needs to be off the field. Geo needs to be on the field. One player is reliable and consistent in the best offense of all time. One player is their weak link. <laughs> he and threw so, that in there. Best offense and of so all time. You cannot, baby. It, why would you purposely put a he's weak right. link on the field? I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. That play where he didn't push for first down was the most I have angry. I have you. Can, I can feel it right now. The anger coming back. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, Please stop.
2: Me. I screamed at him when he. Uh, completely missed the guy on the right side too and brady got it hit. was back yeah. to
0: back plays almost for christ's sake i just it killed ugh. did the he margin, even start like, the game
1: like they said he was gonna start yeah he did okay he did, he did. It,
0: it, i'm just oh
1: god sorry I'm okay sorry. Uh, back back <laughs> yeah, to tony pollard back to tony pollard I, yeah i you know still
2: With, there's no reason to panic on zeke agree um, yeah. but i think pollard is possibly becoming a uh, flex kind of guy a weekly potential you know RB2 if you're desperate, or... You During bye weeks or something, you need the an flex. RB. Yeah, um, I and agree. And the thing is, is if you watch him, not a single one of his touches are a touch they would ever give
0: Zeke. Exactly. that's do, the big thing. I noticed them doing him and Zeke on the field, and this was the same his, last week. His touchdown on the touchdown that he scored was with Zeke was, on the field, and yep. basically... They capitalize on Zeke being able to— They have, like, their own little thing carved out for Tony, which is great. And I think absolutely he should be picked up. I saw I mean,
2: someone point out, too, and because we kind of talked about Dallas tight ends a little bit, basically that Dallas has, like, used their tight ends right now through two weeks almost in total in terms of total tight end plays. Mm-hmm. Like, the least amount of, like, routes run and things like that.
0: So they're kind of using and Tony as the short I think Pollard's stuff. kind of getting that short kind of tight end work. I'm calling him Tony uh, like he's my butt. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Mr. Tony— um, no, I agree. Yep. Yeah, I think
2: it's just a situation where we have two
0: running backs that are going to
2: be, you know, startable. Are you
0: – I, I, with Zeke, I'm not freaking <laughs> that he's going to be good, but almost in a similar way to Taylor, I'm sort of wondering whether he has the top five upside that kind of we thought before the season. We were saying, you know, he's usage all this and he could be top five that I kind of am backing off a little bit.
2: I am a little bit, and the biggest one is the passing work. It's because he's being held into uh, pass protect so much, yeah. And
0: it's partly
2: because their O line is kind of in shambles already again. Mm-hmm. Um, but he stays in a pass like he had two targets this week, five last week. Um, but you know, with Dak on the field last season, it was five, six, seven targets.
0: Yep, I think it's important for people to not think of Tony Pollard necessarily as Zeke's straight up backup, like. They are literally yep. using him in their a, own a thing. Very in very own way. Thing, yeah. And the
2: thing is, is if Zeke actually went down, oh my God. I guarantee you people's reaction to Pollard is not going to be what actually occurs on the field. They are going to probably bring in someone to be the early down between the tackles runner because that's just not Pollard's game. And Pollard is also terrible in pass protection.
0: They will, but goddamn, if Zeke gets hurt, it will be Pollard to the moon oh, still. The, just the, cause the, natural... the stuff will be crazy. Like, oh, just will the, be... the increased volume will just be like, oh
1: my God. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, next guy on the list is another guy like Tony Pollard. It's Alexander Madison. He's only owned in 30% of leagues. Cook went down twice yesterday. Uh, I think he's going to be okay, but he needs to be owned. This is
0: classic. Cook's never played 16, much less 17. No one's played 17. Um, But, yes. This uh, past
2: week's game is
0: the exact reason why, if you're
2: the Cook owner, that man should not be on the waivers because – he just goes down. He go is down. one of the
0: clearest handcuffs.
2: Yeah.
1: But you know, I need to get him in my other league. I he, have Cook, but someone sniped him from he me. He pops Madison. right back
2: up, but, you know, that's a good point, too. If you're not the Zeke owner and your running back situation is in shambles, even if it's only for a week that you hold on to him before you have to, like, drop him for a player that you might be able to use, he's worth, you know, throwing a dollar on him, trying to get him on your bench mm-hmm. um, because there is instant value. If Dalvin goes down, and like you just mentioned, Mike, he has never played the full season, so...
0: Yep, you're almost guaranteed to get at least a game of Madison this year where you
1: can, yeah, throw him in. you can
2: put him on your bench as long as you can possibly hold on to that, you know?
1: Yep. Uh, Another guy, real quick, we talked about him last week, is Tony Jones Jr., 19% owned. probably should be on your bench if you have Alan Kamara. He only had three rushes last game. They got killed. Bad all around.
2: Do you have another running back on that list? Yeah, I do.
1: And uh, he actually owned the Buccaneers here on Sunday. And on Yahoo, you can use him as a running back slash wide receiver. It is Cordell Patterson, thirteen percent owned. He had five uh, catches for sixty-eight yards and also a rushing touchdown on seven carries.
0: They need to play it more. I mean, they're, they're off. He is a genuine playmaker, like an athletic player, and they are lacking in that department. Uh, I could have had Mike Davis on our. Granted, I do. I think that maybe this will, how it'll end up shaking out is like in matchups where Positive they can't game scripts. right, yeah, where they can't run the ball too, or where they kind of think, well, Mike Davis is in good matchup here. CPAT played a lot for them and yeah. was making good plays on it too. And
2: they, like you said, they desperately need it because outside of Ridley, I mean, there's really not a lot to go. And Matt Ryan does not have long because their offensive line is so bad. That's so. the problem, yeah. They have
0: to, have to do short little uh, uh, gimmicky stuff that Patterson could do. Yeah, and
2: they're bad enough to where even the matchup you think are going to be in Mike Davis's favor – don't necessarily always turn out to be in his favor. So I think Patterson yeah. is, you know, approaching possibly like a last year kind of McKissick almost. That yeah. is actually – that's worth adding. Yeah, he's definitely worth an add. Yep. It's all going to be catches, you know. It's not like he's going to mm-hmm. run for a ton at any point, but right. you got to throw it somewhere.
1: Yeah. All right, let's move on to the tight end position. Uh, top tight end, I would say, this week is, if on your waivers, is Austin Hooper, 49% own, five catches for 40 yards. He, uh, I mean, this now, that, such a tough now that Jarvis is out, uh, Odell's still up. If, we don't know if he's playing. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this Austin This is Newcastle?
0: such a tough one because last week it was in Joku, and then this week it was also Harrison Bryant who yeah, had, Bryant had four for four. had a lot. And mm-hmm. so it's like the, Baker is like has a type, clearly. Baker loves just throwing to these tight ends and slot receivers. Um, but that might say something about his overall talent. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean – I, you're never going to know when to play Hooper, but you don't really know when to play most tight ends. So I think you could for sure. Roster yeah, Ripper. it's
2: just it's one of those where it's real frustrating if you pick him up and then Njoku has the week next week, and it's like,
0: yeah, I mean, if Njoku balls next week, then we sh- we got to start talking about him because it'll be two out of three weeks. Yeah, so. so it's
2: it's it's tough, but I mean, what actually? That's tight that's ends a funny desperate one. enough to where yeah, you you know, take a look if you're struggling at tight end.
0: Yep. And I actually didn't see what Njoku did yesterday. So for I what
1: think worth. uh played against him. And I think he only had three.
0: Yeah, I want to say he was third sense. in that tight end pecking order behind Bryant. Yeah, that's probably how it's going to go, I guess. Yeah, he had uh, 10 points week one and then three points yesterday. So yep. Um,
1: Here's a guy, flyer guy, tight end. Um, Pat Friermuth, 6% owned. Deontay Johnson went down with an injury. We're not sure if he's out yet, but he might be worth adding because, you know, Another pass catching option for Big Ben, who kind of looked like shit over the weekend. Um, he made a couple good throws, but then there's a couple bad ones. So That's the
0: story of Ben for the last uh, yeah. uh, year and a half, pretty much, I guess. I
1: do feel like this will. I know Najee could have been on Are You Freaking because he only had 39 rushing yards, but I think the catches are about to be a lot of catches. Najee was
0: another one that's like he feels in the same. Uh, Vane is like Taylor and uh, uh, Zeke to me to where they're going to be great. They're yeah. going to be good, but I question whether or not they can crack that truly like that top five. Yeah. Five going five. To. yeah. You know, like the McCaffrey, the Cook, the Derrick Henry.
1: That's pretty O-line much is those horrible three. in Pittsburgh, man. Yeah, that has
0: turned out to be like a little bit of a bigger problem than maybe I gave it credit for. I just thought, well, shit, they got to be a little bit. Oh, yeah, they're rough. They're pretty rough. I I think what
2: helped, like, what separates them, other than obviously their defense from, like, the Falcons, though, is, like, how they can just turn to the the bubble screen action with Juju and freaking Deontay. Juju is leading.
0: Juju is, like, leading. He's the anti, are you freaking? He's, like, getting crazy good usage right now. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's, I think I saw he's played a hundred percent of. Uh, I saw some crazy stat where he's just really, really involved.
1: All right, quarterbacks last position on the waiver wire. It's the dude leading the league in yards, Derek Carr. He's yeah, twenty-one percent owned. <laughs> time, I mean, it's
0: time to have the questions raised. It's it's time. Derek Carr, good.
1: Yeah, he's, I'm I'm he's, ready
0: to say that it, what I haven't given Carr enough credit for over the years. How bad they are is how bad the Raiders are as an or, as an organization and like. God knows how much better Derek Carr his career trajectory would look if he had started off in Seattle you know, or some truly competent uh, organization. And right now he is putting them on his back. Derek Carr has put the Raiders on his back two straight games. He's making great throws. He's fucking balling. And so, yeah, I'm not going to hate on Derek Carr. Uh, The rest of the season, even if things go wrong, I am getting rid of my Derek Carr hatred. I've at least seen the light that the Raiders are a terrible organization. Derek Carr is one of the only good things going for them. And, um, I mean, the thing with picking him up in fantasy, he doesn't run at all, so that hurts. Um, he's, like, true, like, right now, he's yeah. giving you the max you can expect from him. I guess maybe not. He's only thrown two touchdowns in both games, so the touchdowns could go up. But with the
2: with the Josh Jacobs being banged up, too, they they really aren't running the ball a, a ton either. So, he's getting a lot of cheeky dump downs to, like, the in, Alec Ingold, Kenyon mm-hmm. Drake, Um
0: yeah, he's and- going to be, like, every week right on that peripheral of the QB1. I mean, for sure. He's over- based on – and I would say based on matchup, but he's crushed in two. Yeah, two, uh, two, two matchups you don't want him in. Exactly, yep. So. Um,
2: and just in case – I know we're not into our next week preview yet, but – uh, even though it probably won't be an upset, uh, Jacoby Brissett and the Dolphins, but I'm going for it. The Raiders. Oh, that's Dino. not an upset, man. So Raiders 3 no. 0.
0: Raiders defense option next week because of how yes. god-awful that uh, – and Jacoby Brisket is a statue back there. Dude, uh, he looks – I like Raiders as a sleeper defense.
1: Well, bad. Jacoby's going to look better this week, man. Yeah, he will. He's going to have the reps. That, I mean, how what's that better brisket? For I don't know, that but it's brisket, not going to be that bad. I that think.
2: brisket has been overcooked for years.
0: <laughs> the problem—it's not even as much as brisket. It's like they're—it's truly the worst offensive line in the league. So,
1: last quarterback you might be able to uh, add. These are mostly guys you'd start in two quarterback leagues. Is uh, Teddy Bridgewater? Yes, uh, sixteen percent owned. You could, you know, you could go. You could do worse.
0: He's taking deep shots. Uh, oh, that was a
1: push-off. pusher. What off. is
0: that? A touchdown there he for Quintez? They have a good defense, a good run game. Good coaching staff, it seems like. Everything is just solid around the Broncos. And the know?
2: weapons are all a very like interesting fit. You know, they've got their speedster down the field. They've got the two big body guys that you can throw just about anywhere on the field to and Patrick and Sudden. Yep. Um, so it you know. Well,
1: a lot of Noah, Fan, Noah Fant's
0: and, one of the most athletic tight ends in the whole league. And a a so lot of weapons. I in it. fact I like Teddy <laughs> It sounds crazy, but I like Teddy at least as much as I like Derek Carr yeah, uh, going in terms of fantasy. To
2: note a Derek Carr as well, and especially if you're going to actually be picking one of these guys up, because mm-hmm. we'll are going to mention one more guy too. Um, but Derek Carr did get an MRI on the uh, shoulder. That's true. I yeah, he did get banged I up. I think Gruden hasn't really said what they're kind of feeling on him yet, but that's something to monitor, obviously. For sure. You don't want to pick him up over one of these guys if he's going to be playing banged up a little bit. So For sure. Um, so then, but one more quarterback, and um, I hate doing it because I'm actually going to be putting in some money oh i know who you're gonna but, say uh, sam darnold oh no uh, <laughs> i was wrong good matchup Finished, great matchup finishes as qb 16 and qb 10 in his first two starts mm-hmm. and again this is his first two starts out of the adam Gay system but his next six weeks and this is the most important part six weeks texans cowboys eagles vikings giants falcons love it um, wow so not only is it a, a weak streamer but you might be able to sustain like some portion here if you're looking for an actual long-term solution um, something to keep an eye on. And McCaffrey is literally a free 100-plus 100, 100 yards in the air for the guy each and every week. That
0: is such an underrated aspect of, of Darnold in fantasy is just that it's, dump. It's, down It's like a baseline of just 100 hundred yards for McCaffrey. He, he had a guy that we had never heard of before last week completely ball off or ball out. And then you've got Terrace Marshall, too. The weapons are great. This week, Darnold's got to be one of the top streamers. I mean, the only concern this week would be that McCaffrey has 250 rushing yards. Yeah. Um, the last QB that I thought you were going to mention, um, who has scored 22 fantasy points week one in a tough matchup, and then 31 fantasy points last week in a tough matchup, Oh, Daniel Jones.
2: Uh, Daniel yeah. Jones. He's <laughs> balling. He's got shows to
0: forget. He's got like QB right. five or something on the season right now. I just had to point it out because it's hilarious. No, copy. it is hilarious. And actually, and actually, he played really well against Washington. Yeah, he, he owns he, that team. He by. made some really, really nice throws. That was
2: my only, like, the whole time I'm watching it, because I kept thinking that, too. I'm like, man, he did do decent uh, against Denver, but not well enough to put, like, actual points on the scoreboard. Right. And then at Washington, I'm like, do I need to start thinking about this? And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just going to go to the 4-0. and against... Four... He was 4-0 and going to Washington, yep. and this guy, like, owns them.
0: The thing is, no matter how positive I can get about Daniel Jones, there's always going to be other guys that we can talk about there ahead is... of them. But the thing is, the rushing. The I was rushing say... is so huge. We saw yesterday Jalen Hurts. Uh, literally on the back of his own rushing, and he was uh, a great fantasy QB. Daniel Jones had 31 fantasy points last week on 240 passing yards with one passing touchdown. How how many rushing yards did he have? He had 95. He
2: had 95. He (laughs) also had a 50-yard touchdown run get called back on on an
0: actually kind of a bad call, too,
2: nonetheless. Yep. But uh, that is a a funny point because – we want to talk about Lamar.
0: You want to talk about the boost from Kyler. You want to talk about the Jalen Hurts boost. So, but here's, okay. So this is the ultimate question. You might just get up and leave when I ask you this question because of how difficult it is. Do you stream Daniel Jones against the Atlanta Falcons this week? <laughs> no, because I'm going to
2: just go to the well and go yeah. to Sam Darnold versus the Texans. Yep. I'm going to go to the well. And I'm gonna, Sam
0: Darnold is like everyone's savior this week. Say, they don't even have to think about I'm gonna Daniel say
2: Because well, when I look at it, I'm going to say, you know what? Even though Derek Carr just almost broke, broke his shoulder in half, I'm going to go with the the guy threw 400 yards back-to-back uh-huh. and talked myself into that over him. Well,
0: I am putting Daniel Jones in a FanDuel lineup this week. I will say I mean, that. It's, <laughs> worth it.
2: it's worth it. And to be fair, too, if Slayton also, not only does he have the 50-yarder get called back, but he had like a 60-yard touchdown to Slayton. That was a
0: this is another one where throw. if they could just get their O-line set, they would actually have a decent offense. I mean, but alas. Maybe
1: there's something there with Daniel, but I'm not
2: ready to ever <laughs> admit that.
1: All right, everyone, that is going to do it for the Waiver Wire show today. Please follow us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. Ask us any questions and DMs you need about your team. You got something to say, Tyler?
2: Yeah, last one, too, uh, just because we're talking about uh, streamer defense, obviously, because we've been talking about this matchup, but rookie QB with the Texans, Panthers defense are more than likely on your waivers. Hell, Uh, yes. That's great. They get sacks, they get turnovers, they score touchdowns as well. Um, so just
0: if you know that's got to be number one waiver defense right there yeah. honestly yeah so p- pivot that off was it, pivot I off that to
2: defense say that. that that you have that has a tough matchup and and take the free points there
0: love it and also panthers don't have to play the bucks until way at the end of the season so you don't even have to worry about that
1: yeah just drop them when that happens <laughs> um uh please rate us five stars on the apple podcast leave a review uh, and you know everyone enjoy your day see you later see ya.